<clears throat> Hi, Bam Bam. Hi, BP. Excuse me if I'm a cough. Yeah, coughing already. <laughs> Welcome, Y-Y-D-I-F-Y-N-N. Thank you, Mr. VP. Appreciate you. I do sound like I'm getting ready for the movie, coughing. <laughs> oh. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Thank you, BP. Bum, bum. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City. Perfect city for today's show. Colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. You all are the best. Listening on the down. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. At 7.45 Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat. <clears throat> that sounds a little loud. Uh, oh, it says it's only at five. Darn. <laughs> All right. So um, today um, we're going to go over the Dazed and Confused soundtrack again, facts and fun stuff about the movie. Um All right, so today is Wednesday, August 30, currently in Denver, it's 60, and Claire will be a high of 90. Um, in Canada, for um, my family and friends, and well in Ontario, it is 60, mostly cloudy. Um, the skies will be cloudy, it says all day, with a high of 68. Where was it raining? Oh, it was raining um, um, in Kimberley. You're going to get rain all day. Kimberly. British Columbia. That's where I saw rain. Um, BP, uh, 64 and sunny. Uh, the skies will be cloudy. It says it's sunny, but the skies will be cloudy. Okay. Um, maybe they were started off sunny and then a little cloudy. I don't know. The high of 69 and your humidity is at 70. So, and for my beautiful um, friends in Arizona and Tucson, um, 84 and partly cloudy, and that was at 6.50 in the morning. Dangerously hot conditions expected. Afternoon temperatures between 105 and 115 are expected with the hottest temperatures in western Pima County. Um, Phoenix, you're hot too. Hot too. 99 mostly clear. I'm high between 109 and 113. That's just crazy. Still crazy. Oh good, you're sunny. You're still sunny now. Okay. Good. Maybe they're wrong and you'll still be sunny all day long. And then, um, let's see, um, in Coffeyville, Kansas, I, I just started adding them in there. It's 67 and sunny. Expect sunny skies high at 91. Humidity 76. So, um, we all know I like to start with a little encouragement word of the day. All that good stuff. Um, and that's what we're going to do. And the word is integrity. Um, integrity the quote i have is integrity the choice between what's convenient and what's 
right, and that's by Tony Dungy. Um, football coach. I can't remember what team, but I know he's a football coach. I loved him. So some traits of someone with true integrity. Integrity is defined in the dictionary as the quality of being honest and having moral principles. People with integrity are generally known. Oh, sorry. Oh, the gutter guys must be here. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that loud. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hi, Chelsea. All right, back to integrity. Um, it's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Uh, people with integrity are generally known um, to be honest, kind, and trustworthy. Um, it is a quality that everyone should strive for. You should also strive to surround yourself with people who have integrity. That being said, how can you tell if someone has integrity or they are making it? <laughs> First, um, they take responsibility for their actions. Um, integrity is all about having a high level of honesty. When they do something wrong, they do the right thing, even when it's not easy. And sometimes it isn't easy when you know you've made a mistake to go there and apologize, man. You go with your tail between your legs and it's not easy, but it's the right thing to do. And let me tell you, you feel better afterwards and every, and, and it's, it's just, right thing to do nobody hardly any i shouldn't say nobody does it anymore very few people do it they put others needs above their own it is so rare to find someone who focuses on what's good for others in today's world of focus on me 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 um so yeah when you find somebody who focuses the needs above their own as somebody with integrity um oh thank you thank you um Tampa Bay in Indianapolis. I think I remember the Indianapolis. I remember blue. Blue and silver. I don't remember. Hi, Mohammed. Good to see you. So um, they offer to help others in need. Um, they want to help others who may need um, it more than themselves, um, and they do it happily. They choose honesty. Integrity means being honest, and someone with true integrity will live this quality every day makes it easy to trust these kinds of people. Um, you kind of want to be around them because you know that they're there you can trust them. You show respect to everyone. Um, respect is often considered something that must be earned. But someone with integrity will treat people they meet like a human being. They will never be caught being rude. They manifest humility. If you hear someone bragging about this or that and how big they are and blah, 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 blah. That is a big sign that they do not have integrity. A person with integrity, of course, will be proud of their accomplishments, but the difference is they are humble. They know the difference um, between confidence and arrogance. They are always striving to better themselves. Uh, um, for people with integrity, they're able to admit when they are wrong. Um, who likes to admit when they're wrong? Like I was saying earlier, it's not fun and it can be very humbling, but a person with integrity will have no problem um, filming and finally saying that they were wrong and they made a mistake and apologizing for it. Um, they convey kindness above everything, they are kind. They will never say anything um, they do not mean. Um, their strength is in kindness. Integrity is a trait everyone should strive for. 
if you are someone who has integrity, thank you for being who you are and for the wonderful light you shine on others. Your goodwill and reliable kindness truly do help make the world a better place. Keep the wonderful work and always remember you are appreciated, you are loved, and you are deep. And I am deeply proud of you. So there you go. That's what I have to say about um, in this chat, have integrity and uh, thank you so much. So, thank you um, for being that light. Like I said, um, it's so hard. It's shining. You can't. It's it's hard to see that light every day when you go into this world. And it's just, I I, I swear, every, I hate driving Aaron to work. Just the drive because. It has gotten so absolutely insane out here. And I, I get flipped off. I'm probably, I don't know, three times a week out of the five days that I drive them, at least three times. And it's usually because I'm honking the horn because somebody is, and I and I typically, I will not honk the horn until they're inches away from hitting me. Because I'll get flipped off. And, and it ends up happening anyway. But it's just, Insane how crazy people are, and it's typically not that women aren't aggressive drivers. I'm not saying that, whatever, but I cannot believe how many men are so aggressive with women in cars. It's just, it's just crazy. So, we need to be better. We need to be better. It's just, it's getting scary. It's just getting kind of scary because you, I don't want to honk the horn because I don't know who's going to have a gun. And then I wait until they're inches away. And then, you know, I honk the horn because I'm, I don't want to get hit. And it's just like, it's a no win situation. It's just crazy. So, oh, I don't know if it's like that everywhere. I can tell you what, when I was in Alabama, I didn't deal with, I didn't see that. I didn't, I don't know if it was because I was in a little smaller town. I don't know, but I didn't see that. I saw a whole lot of cops <laughs> everywhere. Hi, Nancy. Um, I didn't even see you come in. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. In short pants, Robert. Good to see you. Um, I, like I said, I don't know if it's everywhere, but yeah, it's crazy. So integrity. Try to try to work on integrity. If you don't have it, if you don't have it. Try to fit. Oh, good. Billy stopped barking. Um, yeah, from the hailstorm, we're still just, we're now today, they're working. We got the roof done, what, maybe a month ago? And today they're working on the gutters. And then later on this week, hopefully, I think they're going to be doing the paint painting of the house. Um, and I think they're only repairing a two windows like the ceilings and the windows and stuff and those are out like eight months because it wasn't a small storm it was like miles long so except for one subdivision it's the weirdest thing i told louis i said look at this subdivision it is the only one it's a newer subdivision so i don't know if it's the it must be the materials they use to build these homes but not one of those homes have this roof damage, um, like paint damage, siding damage, nothing. And they're like right next, right across the street, got it, right behind them, got it, right next to them, got it. But except for this one subdivision, it's weird. Kind of want to know who the builders were and what they used. But anyway, we're getting that done. So hopefully Billy 
will not bark again. Um, we'll see. All right. So your joke of the day, you guys, are you ready You're for your corny joke of the day? Um, when is a door, not a door? Hmm. Anybody? <laughs> Should have that little dun, 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 dun. Da, da, da. Well, all right. Oh, you got you both got it. Oh, I was just gonna say it. Yay! You guys are smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> Yay, you guys. I thought that was a good one. When it's a jar. I had no idea. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> good job. Good job. Oh crap. I forgot. I wanted I'm gonna tell this story and I wanted to see if I could bring it up. Just so you could hear this guy, because he's weird. I shouldn't say that. That's not very nice of me. I shouldn't call people weird, but he's a tuna sniffer. So he's weird. He's weird. Um, come on, let's see if I can bring up tuna sniffing guy <laughs> and see if it'll bring it up. I don't know if you guys have heard this story. Oh, there he is. There he is. All right, good. All right. So this guy is addicted, but he loves it. He's like too into it. When you see the video, he's a little too into it. It says a man's obsession with smelling and drinking the brine out of the tuna tins is ruining his love life. Oh my gosh. Um, in the nap, okay. He was on some, my strangest addictions, of course, on TLC, um, they, his nickname is, um, tuna Tyler, um, confessed to consuming 15 tins of fish each week. Um, my name is Tyler. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> Where's that hat? Lawrence, Kansas, which is in the middle of nowhere. He says it's farm and country and stuff. It's very, very quiet. Life in Lawrence is very boring, he said before the camera crew transitioned to a shot of him sitting in a coffee shop, taking a big sniff out of a tuna can. <clears throat> yes, he does it in public. It's, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh God. I don't even want to read that. <laughs> he says, it's a nice way to start your day. He told the, the, the waitress, I smell, I love smelling tuna every day, all the time, all day, all night, all day. He continues, they call me Tuna Tyler and I'm addicted to smelling tuna. When people see me smelling tuna in public, you know, they think I might be a little bit different. For sure. For sure, he might be a little bit different. It might look weird to other people, but not to me. It's perfectly fine. Um... <laughs> He, in a separate clip, I, now I'm hoping, let's see what this clip says. My name is Tyler. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's farms and country stuff is very, very quiet. Life here in Lawrence is very boring. Got a coffee for you? Oh, shoot. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, She's just watching him sniffing. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I'm a big fish in a small can. They call me Tuna Tyler. And I'm addicted to smelling tuna. When people see me smelling tuna out in public, you know, they might think it's a little bit different for sure. It might look weird to other people, but to me, I think it's perfectly fine. I love smelling tuna every day, all the time, all day, all night, any day, every day. Oh, he's drinking it. Not only do I like smelling tuna, <laughs> oh. but I also definitely like to drink a little bit of the juice right no. out of the can. No. What I love about tuna smell is definitely the And then he's drinking coffee. Aroma with a little bit of sweetness. But what I love about the taste is the texture of it. I like it. Welcome ABCDDQRS. Too, too dry. Oh. Hi, D. We're looking at my stash of tuna. I have solid. I'm going to get ready to barf. <laughs> I really don't like albacore, but I have like yellow fin. All tuna will never, ever be created equal. I like the tuna in the oil over the water because it's like the oil allows the tuna to stay in between not too dry. Guys, he's picking it up by his fingers. He's not even using a utensils to eat this tuna out of the can. At home and at the coffee shop. When the juices run all down my chin. And he like dabs it on his neck. He's always like fish. When he was little and most kids during Easter wanted chocolate in their baskets and things like that, he didn't eat the chocolate. So we put tuna, cans of sardines, because uh -oh. he didn't like that. But I didn't <laughs> think it would turn into, you know, to where he was smelling it and keeping it and being addicted to tuna. Some kids will get candy canes. I would get cans of tuna. His parents like started that trend. To put in the bottom of the stocking. It's crazy. It didn't show... Um, the one that I that it was that I saw was he uh, was on a date and he he opens up the can and she says, you know, he, he tells her right away, I need to tell you I'm addicted to to smelling tuna. And and um, she just looks at him and she's she's trying to be really kind and she's just looking at him and he goes and he's sitting there and they're at a coffee shop and he's opening up the can. And then he said, but not only that, I like and she goes, oh, no, 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 you're not going to. And he and he starts to drink it and you can see her just be like, oh, my God. And, and she just said no. And then he said, I also like to dab it and he dabs it around his neck. And on his chin and stuff. And she's like, I'm sorry. I just can't. She's like, I can't. She, and when he, she's like, I don't like the smell of tuna. I can't do this. So yeah, crazy story. So I guess people are addicted to all kinds of stuff. Um, that's our first crazy one. Uh, the second one that I have um, is says, um, a man drinks an entire box of laxatives and shares the hilarious play-by-play for the next eight hours. And I guess this man in Austin drank an entire box. Why? I don't know. Um, saline laxative. What followed can be described as a hilarious misadventure that left him with a memorable story to share. Um, and it just goes um, <laughs> hour by hour. 
Um, what happens when you drink 10 ounces of magnesium citrite? I'm glad you asked, he said. So if ever anybody ever wondered what happens, um, 12.05 p.m., it's time. You shotgun a 10-ounce bottle like it's lukewarm PBR and you want to be cool in front of a, your older brother's friends. It's supposed to be grape flavored, but it's becoming quite clear that whoever led the R&D team that day has never actually tasted anything grape in their life. You are already regretting this decision. Um, and it said, let's see, against my better judgment, I've been asked to make this shareable. So we so here you are. I like to apologize in advance what you're about to read. It doesn't say why he decided to do it. If it was a dare, it doesn't say. Um, okay, so that was a 1205. 12, okay, a minute later, 1206. Your, your deep throat, a cupcake like you've been saving it for the apocalypse because let's face it, that time is here. It's going to turn into liquid form before it ever clears your throat, but you don't care. All you, all the right with the world at the moment. Hold on to that. You're about to enter the very dark period in your life. All right. Um, 1237. First signs of life. The pressure is growing. You already have five pounds of impact. I don't think I want to read this, to be honest with you. Um, anyway, I will post it on the DM Show podcast Facebook page if any of you dare want to read what happens if when you drink 10 ounces of magnesium citrate. I'm not going to read it. Now, I'm going to pass. I will... <laughs> I will um, post it and you guys can read it. No, 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 no. Um, we're going to get in. I'll just get into some dazed and confused facts and stuff because the soundtrack is kind of long. So um, I want to make sure we get all that in there. Hi, Jules. Good to see you. Welcome. So let's see. Oh, these are, um, this is like a, this is a quiz to see how good you are at the facts. And then we have some more trivia. Okay. I'm going to do this trivia one because I remember seeing this. Um, when the, when the show first starts, this is going to be, let me get this out of here. Um, in the opening credits, what does the sign say on the drill press Benny's using to make his paddle with? You see him drilling holes in a paddle and there's a sign clearly right on the sign. Do any of you remember what that sign says? It's in big letters too. When you go back and see it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, it's right there. <clears throat> it says, wear your goggles. And it's a big sticker. All right, next one. Um. Does anybody remember? What was the name of the popular song at the junior high dance? Um, this is one of the greatest songs of the 70s, they say. Slower song. Pretty sure it's going to be played today. I think it's going to be played today. Let's see. Who did we play it last week? Yeah, we played it last week. It is, um, I have not watched the movie in a long, oh, bam, bam, you got it. Love hurts. Thanks. Okay. You got it. You got it. Um, yeah. And I didn't get to watch it on Sunday cause we went to the zoo for Aaron's birthday. So I didn't get to watch it again. Um, let's see when pink is first seen entering the school, 
what is spray painted on the side of the wooden building he walks past? Oh my gosh. I don't even remember seeing this either. <laughs> this is, this is going to be hard. Sorry for the pounding. It says eat more possum. I don't even remember that. Um, let's see. Okay. Who is the person Mike gets in a fight with? And I believe that's at the beer, the, the beer bash at the water tower. Yes. Bam, bam. And that guy, Clint, and it says they, they fought because Mike had said someone was smoking pot when he walked by. This made Clint go after him and he was mad, but Pink broke them up. This made Mike feel like he couldn't fight on his own. And so he, you knew he was going to go over there. And I think he poured a beer on his head or something. Yes, Clint. And that guy, I, that was the only time I kind of remember seeing him in the movie was Clint was in... I could be wrong, but that's when, like, his main scene. Um, stupid thing on my phone. Um, okay, the two things. Um, what two things did Tony and Sabrina eat for breakfast? I don't even remember this. And I just watched it. He was it, he was in a different scene, talking. About, okay, 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 okay. That kind of makes sense. Yes, yes. Um, with um. Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Thank you, Yancey. Now I remember. Um, okay. So they ate pancakes and syrup. I don't remember that. So he says, as Tony was saying, good night to Sabrina. He stated nothing like pancakes and syrup after a night of beer drinking. Um, let's see. We have a few more. What and who was Tony's dream about? <laughs> oh no. Um, and it's a weird, very weird dream. A very weird person. Hi, Tulin. How are you? Good to have you. He, okay, where did it go? He was dreaming about um, sleeping with a girl with the head of Abraham Lincoln. Um, that is not normal. No, that's not normal. Um, and oh, I already told you last week what the annoying habit Mitch had, um, and that was touching his nose. And it actually said he did it how many times? I can't remember. It was a lot of times. Uh, throughout the movie, what is pictured on Slater's shirt? That should be easy with Slater. <laughs> I'm glad you're good, Dylan. If you remember who Slater was in the movie, his character... Um, yep, Potleaf. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I'm, yes, you're right. My phone gave you an applause, Settles. So there you go. We're going to start with um, the soundtrack a little bit early. Like I said, because there's more songs in there. I have a little bit of <clears throat> some facts about the songs throughout there, throughout the, um, when I'm playing them, excuse me. Um, the first one we have is where we left off, I should say, um, is the, there 
there's never been any reason, excuse me, there's never been any reason. And that is by Head East. And it was over at the Emporium where they um, were playing pool and stuff, where the characters killed time in the middle of the movie. This is when this song was played. So here we go. Um, there's never been any reason by Head East. say that emporium place was kind of cool because they did they had pool but they had other things that they were playing and doing stuff too it's kind of like a i don't know reminding me of the roller rink and the ice skating rink hanging out
I almost said, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that is that it is. There's no better than any reason. If I can get that out. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm headed west. <coughs> headed east, not headed west. Golly. Um, I wanted to say this spot. Where did it go? This fact. Um, it said Link Letter, who was uh, the, the one who made up the movie, who the producer wasn't especially creative when he came up with making characters' names with which to populate the fictional Lee High School. In fact, at least three of the characters' last names, Wooderson, Floyd, and Slater, were lifted directly from Link Letter's own. Um, Huntsville High School, which became the basis of a deflammatory um, lawsuit for the real-life trio in 2004. According to the real Wooderson, Floyd, and Slater, the movie resulted in an onslaught of, well, mostly kids wanting to party with them all the time. <laughs> the case was eventually tossed. Um, wow, that's the worst thing. Was that thing we're trying to do that? Hi, Mike. <clears throat> How are you? I hope you're well. Um, we just started the music. Okay, so the second song is going to be Show Me the Way by Peter Frampton. Um, and this is, um, it says, Peter Frampton shows me the way um, is in the distance as Wooderson flirts with the smart girl, Cynthia, who is played by Marissa Rabisi um, um, at the Top Notch Drive-In. And, and Marissa was actually married to Sanger back. I believe they got a divorce. And she has a famous twin brother I too. I find that on Amazon Music. Oh, that is really irritating me. It just showed up on my um, Amazon Music and now she just like pops up and starts talking. And I got to figure out how to turn her off. I, I If I push it, all it does is ask me a question. So um, I have no idea how that happened. It did some time of upgrade and now she's there. Uh, so here's Peter Frampton, show me the way. She's irritating. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, Mike. Kind of felt the same way today. That happens. I've always liked this song. Um, her brother Giovanni was in, oh, Saving Private Ryan um, with the guy that plays Mike in Dazed and Confused. Nice. Thank you, Yancey. I'm swimming in the circle. I'm 
J-Y-H-C-Y and U-H-E-R-H-C-U-T-U. Welcome. Peter Frampton, show me the way. That's a great one. All right. So the next song, Lord Have Mercy on My Soul by Black Oak, Arkansas, is when O'Banion gets paint dropped on him by Hirschfield and Tommy. Great scene. He got what he deserved. And then he had to get in his nice car and get paint all over it. Ah, here he is. Lord Have Mercy on My Soul. There's something I'd like to talk to you about at this particular moment, and that's about the one thing that we won't be able to do together unless we all become as one. And if we all become as one, and then we can walk through it together. Now, I ain't walked through it all the way yet, but there was a time I walked into it and I had to go into it alone. That's this place called the Halls of Karma. Now, when you go into the halls of karma the way I did, I don't know, it might have been hallucination, but I think it was real. See, I, I felt see the my... presence of the two energies, the positive and the negative, of God and the devil, 
however you want it. And they was pulling in the side, and I wanted them what to do with my soul. And I couldn't take this at this moment, because I had to come back to be with these people to do a thing. And I proved to them, in bargaining with them, that I had a thing to do for the good of all of us. Out of this bargain, the devil, he got my body for the good in his needs while I'm here on earth. And the Lord, he's got my mind for the good of the universe and for the good of man. And they both, they got me in between because they both got my soul. So the next time I come up, I want the Lord to please have mercy on my soul. So that was um, Lord have mercy on my soul. Black Oak, Arkansas band. We're going to move on to the next scene. And um, the next scene we have is um, the song Slow Ride by Fog Hat. Um, it is, let's see, Fog Hat Slow Ride, memorable reappearance um, later in Days and Confused through, okay, I don't think that's, that doesn't mean anything. I questioned why Linkletter used another, um, Ariel Smith's song in the film, it just says it's the final scene, the final car scene. But I guess this guy, they're questioning. I question why Link Letter, you didn't use another Aerosmith song in the final film 
scene as the purpose of Wooderson's road trip is the purpose to get the Aerosmith tickets in Houston. Um, the top priority of the summer, as Pink put it, I always felt that Back in the Saddle would have been a better song. So this was just the characters talking about the scene. But it's the last car scene um, in the movie, I guess. Slow ride. Fog hat. Sorry for that confusion. <laughs> Yeah, because the whole purpose was them at the end of the movie going to get Aerosmith tickets. <laughs> what, Mike? <laughs> did I curse? I didn't think I cursed, did I? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're crazy, Mike. Oh, sorry for the confusion on the movie Dazed and Confused. It's supposed to be confusing. <laughs> no, you're not. It's it's me. <laughs> it's me too, Mike. And during the making of this movie too, he only allowed them to listen to soundtracks that he made for each character. To get them into the groove of into the you know their character, only uh, music from 1976. <laughs> DFMBT. I don't remember 76. 
got us a little bit of fog hat with um, slow ride. We're going to move on to the next scene, um, which is going to be um, the movie, movie, the song Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer. Um, it was playing um, during the movie in, when, in the Emporium when Mitch was hanging out with Melvin and the others. So here we go. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, Rick Derringer. Hey, Mel, how are you? Good to see you. Come on, Mel, dance. Shake it. On the History Channel. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back, Mel. No, rock and roll. Hoochie coo. <laughs> Mike, you gotta get that wax out of your ears. <laughs> no, rock and roll. Hoochie coo. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> All right, that is rock and roll hoochie Rick Derringer. <laughs> Mike. All right, we're going to move on to the next scene. And this song, how do I say this name? Balinese by ZZ Top. Is that how you say it? Balinese. Um, yet another song that was played at the beer bust, it says. So here we go. ZZ Top, I think it's Balinese, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <laughs> See what you started, Mike? <laughs> Hoochie Coo. Show us nice. 
I think you need to Google that. Okay, Mike, I got it for you. I Googled it. <laughs> I Googled it, Mike. Welcome, N-C-V-I-S-C-S-E. I Googled, yes I did. Not Gucci, Gucci Goo. No, I didn't Google that. All right, that was easy top Balinese. Okay, here we go. I Googled what is Hoochie Coo? And Hoochie Coo is a sexual slang and a term for a rock and roll lifestyle. It is derived from the Hoochie Coochie, which is a name for several sexual provocative dances in the 1800s. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine in the 1800s. They were, they were at it. Hoochie Coo is also a phrase used in the songs as Hoochie Coochie Man by Muddy Waters and Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer, which we just played. Hoochie Coo describes a state of being free, playful, and excited by music. So there you go. Where you go. Bum, bum, bum. Hoochie goo. Okay. I love this next group. I love this next song. Fox on the Run. Um, let's see. Fox on the Run plays when Wooderson utters his quintessential creepy line about teenage girls. I get older and they stay the same age. Uh-huh. Fox on the Run. The sweet. in high school foxy was the word you're foxy you should see my yearbook it is it's it makes me smile and laugh to read it you're so foxy they would mind your yearbook
Fox on the Run by Sweet. All right, we're going to move on to the next song, and it is Right Place, Wrong Time. Oh, man, this is, uh, let's see, Right Place, Wrong Time by Dr. John. Mitch wanders around the beer bust, and he runs into Julie, who he met at the Emporium, and this song was playing. Here we go, Right Place, Wrong Time. Dr. John, right place, wrong time. We're going to move on to the next scene. Um, Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. Um, this plays as the teens are driving to Wooderson's Beer Bust in the woods after the Emporium closes for the night. Welcome, 
So that is rock and roll all night by Kiss. That was my voice. <clears throat> the next song, Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. Um, this song is playing while Darla starts dancing to this song and she's been drinking out in the woods. I believe it was out in the woods when she starts drinking. Um, let's see. It uh, shows Parker Posey um, drunk da dancing, it says, is another one. So yeah, here they are, <clears throat> Cherry Bomb, The Runaways. And I know some that had crushes on her. I'm the fox you've been waiting for. song of Benny Terry Bomb, the Runaways. We're going to move on to the next scene. <laughs> is um, the song Tuesday's Gone, Leonard Skinner. It plays as the teens are leaving the beer bus while Slater makes plans to go smoke on the football field. I wonder if that's her real, like, first and last name, Parker Posey, because it's perfect. For an actress. Thank you, Billy D. Thank you, BP. Thank you, Mike. Hi, Frankie D. How are you? Hope you're well. Bye, Frankie D. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
He popped in on the, the website site. It's all right, not a problem. Oh, it is. It's perfect. It is the perfect actress name. Thanks, Bam Bam. So that is Leonard Skinner, Tuesday's Gone. We're going to move on to the next scene and song, Living in the U.S. by Steve Miller Band. Um, it says, Slater tells Mitch about the freshman who fell off the moon tower to his death. Well, this song was playing, Living in the U.S.A.
How many have I had? <laughs> I haven't had any yet. I know I'm talking like I've had some. I haven't had a full cup of coffee, that's for sure. That's my own fault. song summer breeze by steels and croft was playing mitch was making out with julie as the sun begins to rise summer breeze <laughs> I believe, oh, I have, gosh, I have 15 today, and then I had 14 or 15 last week. Should have known that. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Going to the garden by my 
Yeah, I did 15 last week and then 15 this week. That is a lot of really good songs for a soundtrack. Not a Summer Breeze by Seals and Croft. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. That's a lot of songs. Um, is after some reason ted nugent hey baby um this is also at the beer bust and then it says hey baby which like stranglehold is cued from ted nugent also gets played at the beer bash not to mention wooderson's um um t nudge t-shirt he i guess he's wearing a ted nugent t-shirt so here we go hey baby ted nugent <laughs> Ted Nugent. Hey, baby. All right. So the last song that I have, and then I'll have some time. I am going to play a funny phone call, um, is Free Ride by the Edgar Winter Group. Um, and this is everyone picks um, each other up at the night's beginning. The three. See, this wasn't in order because it says they pick up everybody at the beginning. The three teens knock on Pitchford's door before his dad answers. So this should have been, oh, 
yeah, at the beginning of the night during the montage, you see the characters being picked up. It should have been played earlier. I don't know why it was played at the end, but either way, here it is. Free Ride, Edgar Winters Group. Out of order a little bit. <laughs> Hi, Vinny. How are you? Thank you, Vinny. I'm doing well. have an absolutely wonderful time with your family. I'm sure you will. It's going to be great. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm so glad you're happy and you get to go. That makes me happy. So that is the Edgar Winter free, free ride. All right. So I'm going to play a funny phone call. And then the next next Wednesday, we're going to do um, Detroit Rocks City. I don't have any idea how many songs are on that one, but we, we shall see. Um, let me bring this up. This funny. I just heard this. They keep playing this one. Okay. This is going to be really good for you guys who have kids. From the top of mid totally different perspectives. <laughs> past the commercial. Book your tickets at summitov.com. Okay. Denver's number one for New Country 98.5 KYGO is Tracy and Fizz. Bananigans. Super excited about this one. Middle school and Parker is about to be introduced to our uh, lunch rap mm. group to inspire kids for healthier lunches. Veronica has no idea mm. what she's about to hear. Her assistant principal set her up. All you need to do is book us. Middle school, this is Miss Veronica speaking. How can I help you? Good morning. I am so excited to share some good news with you and hopefully your students. I have a group with my brother and we would love to come and perform for your students. Oh, well, that would be wonderful. Um, what kind of performance is it? We're a singing performance and we focus on the important topic of nutrition when it comes to students and school lunches. 
perfect. I think that would be a great idea for our kids. Would you like to go ahead and book us on the calendar now? Uh, well, unfortunately, I do have to get approval from the principal, and we have to go through a couple of loopholes and things that, um, you know, we're needed for anybody who comes to the school. So sure. I can't book anything at this time, but sure. um, let me get your information. We relate to students on their level. And if you would like, I can give you a little sample of kind of what we do. I've got my brother with me. Uh, you know, I don't think that that is necessary. Yo, yo, yo! This is Lil Lushable with Whoa. my brother! Dr. Oncrustable! Uh. Drop that sick beat, yo! Uh, uh, lunches. Uh, uh. Rolling in to eat ham and cheese. Sipping on apple juice. Lay back with my mind on my go kart and my go kart on my mind. <laughs> To the fall, it's PB and J and right banana at the door, ready to make an entrance. So back on up, cause you know you want the pudding cup. You want that pudding cup. You want those bars. Drop those bars. Who wants the pudding cup? Oh, throw it up for organic. <laughs> are there any more samples? <laughs> Yo, are you gonna book this sick band or not? There you go. Dr. Uncrustable, <laughs> Mr. Lungeable. There's your funny, funny phone call for um, Wednesday. They finally played a new one, so I could play it. So anyway, that is the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for being here today. 
Again, next Wednesday, we will start the Detroit Rocks City double play on Monday's artist and then dance music on Friday. Um, Monday's always going to be motivational Monday to start you off with. So I hope that you guys are all doing well. And like Mike said, he feels better when he came in and I feel the same way. I, I feel you, Mike. So um, I'm going to leave you guys like I always leave you. Not the creepy laugh. <laughs> Let me turn this up. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. And if nobody's told you lately, I appreciate you guys and love you so very much. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you around Podbean. Bye. One, two, oh. three, four. <laughs>